Hello, welcome to second episode of Service Sharp, and we're talking about all things service now. I think in this episode we're going to dive into some content and talk about customizations and configuration, the difference between the two, um, maybe some misconceptions about the two. Um, Which and, there are lots of. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, some of you might think this is a little bit basic, but I think it's very important. Uh, you know, if you're not a developer or an admin, if you're a process owner or a, a manager, it's really important to kind of know about these things and understand um, when's appropriate to use them. Because, you know, if you overuse customizations, you kind of create a problem for moving forward and for uh, upgrades and things like that. Um, for... Um, uh, if you don't use them enough, then you hamstring your business a little bit and you can't get things done. Yeah, and as a, you know, as an admin and a developer, it's important to con uh, convey exactly what these things are in order to get them to understand when you say the level of effort is what it is. They need to understand, hey, this is a customization. This is not a configuration. And it helps with them in the understanding that um, there is work here and there is warning bells. And so it's important to know first what a co configuration is, mm -hmm. what a customization is, uh, and uh, what the difference is. Yeah, I think ServiceNow is like a lot of things. It's deceptively simple. You know, so um, when things just work, you think, well, it's easy to get them to work. You know, you get in your car and you start it and it just works and that's great. But there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes. And if <laughs> something breaks down or you need to change or add something, it's not as easy as just, you know, hitting a button or, or changing a knob and uh, or turning a knob. And I think that that's, you know, the same thing that goes with ServiceNow. Well, and it's really important to, to understand that if you do do a customization, how to do it and how to do it correctly, where to do it. And, and honestly, what business need is there in weighing out, you know, do we want to keep it out of the box? Do we want to customize it? How important is it? A lot of different things that come into play that mm -hmm. we'll cover a little bit about. So to get basic about it, a uh, configuration item is uh, just a native native piece of service now. It's just something where you maybe change your name, right? You customize a name. Groups, support groups, you know, things like assignment groups, you know, these okay. are the any kind of uh, basic notification settings, um, preferences within ServiceNow. These are the, you know, inherent capabilities of the tool um, that address basic business needs without changing the configuration data that changes it functionally to where it works differently. So to put it in layman's terms, you might think of a personalization. That's it. Something yeah. like that. It's making you know. it your company's. Right. Yeah. I wanna I wanna add this, I wanna add that, I wanna, you know, create this list, create that list. You know, things that are pretty innocuous. Wanna have neon green text and uh, bright pink backgrounds. If if that's what you like. So that's the customization part of it. And that's anytime you implement ServiceNow, you're going to do, uh, or that, sorry, that's the configuration part of it. Yeah. And anytime you implement ServiceNow, there's configuration that has to be done, correct? That's correct. Yeah, there's configuration that has to be done just to be able to use the tool. You can't use it as well out of the box just without doing any kind of configuration. It's just, it's just not possible. And is that true for every module, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Every model has to be configured for your organization. Um, and the customization-wise, if you want to keep it directly out of the box, you can keep it you know, directly out of the box, but you're still going to have to do some configuration. Yeah. And to keep it out of the box, I mean, 
you've got to understand that if you're going to do that, then ServiceNow has made some assumptions and some decisions about how the design is. Uh, and so you have to align your business processes to the way ServiceNow is doing it, or you have to do some customizations, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the customizations, I know that has uh, become a dirty word in ServiceNow, but it, it is uh, it is not all bad. And there are ways to do it correctly to where you're not impacting the organization or the, the, the way the system runs. Uh, there are certain kinds of scripting that don't work, and you know there are there's knowledge here that has to be kind of uh, consumed before you know whether or not that particular customization is going to work or not. Yeah, I think that touching back on what you were saying about um, uh, misconception or getting a bad rap, that um, one of the misconceptions is that ServiceNow um, can just be dropped in and turned on. And that's true if your organization matches exactly what ServiceNow uh, defaulted to whenever mm -hmm. they made their design decisions and things like that. Um, but in the majority of organizations, you're going to do some well, customizing. Even, even in those, honestly. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We still have to add groups, right? We still mm -hmm. have to make sure we know where to send the work. Mm -hmm. Well, out of the native, out of the box, it doesn't know any of that. Yeah. Well, that's config, though, right? Well, that's config. Yeah, yeah, the customization is a little different. Yeah, you know, I, customizations are more like client scripts, uh, UI policies, business rules, uh, changing the ACLs, mm -hmm. uh, changing widgets in the portal. So there's so many different mm -hmm. customizations that people want to do, and honestly, a lot of times they can do it using out of the box stuff. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and there is a right way to do that. So you don't have to write a whole new program. We're not talking about that level of customization. We're talking about using built-in tools to extend the functionality of the out of the box. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of opportunity to do that, and and especially if if you have the the business need. I mean, and when you when you look at having to have a customization, you want to look at things like, you know, what's the potential impact on the the instance? Uh, are we willing to support the customization from now on forever? You know, is it going to require? Uh, is the customization requires to fit a business requirement? I mean, if it's absolutely needed, if it's if it's needed by the organization, then uh, that's, we're not saying don't do it. We're saying we want to try and reduce those as much as possible. Um, and is if it is uh, that way, do we need to create a custom application or something custom instead of using that? Mm -hmm. um, and, and there's ways to use these if you have a a business need to say change a business rule you know we you can copy that business rule you can save it and use it separately mm -hmm. uh, and then it doesn't affect you as much on upgrades same things with widgets on the portal if you absolutely have a business need and you need to change the angular or bootstrap within it all you have to do is copy the widget make those changes that you need to make input the new widget into the into the portal page mm -hmm. and and there it is you've got a, an edited version but the one that is service now still gets upgraded when it goes to the upgrade time mm -hmm. and as a business owner and a, a our process owner i think it's important to recognize that um with any application uh, and with service now uh, in particular uh, you do have to make these customizations to get the desired results sometimes, but you've also got to know that that laying on down the road that there's a, a consequence to doing that, and um, you've got to make that balance. You've got to make sure you're doing yeah. that balance equation and figuring out, um, do I really need this to operate this way? Do I need to change my process a little bit to accommodate this? 
Um, or am I willing to later on down the road have to pull this customization out? Because one of the things ServiceNow does with a major release every six months is a lot of stuff that gets customized and built uh, out of a business needs gets uh, re-engineered by ServiceNow or not mm-hmm. re-engineered, but gets engineered into the platform by ServiceNow mm-hmm. as a native application. And so if you've been running a ServiceNow instance for five years, chances are there's probably out-of-the-box functionality now <laughs> that wasn't available when you first set up. Right. And there's some customizations that you can pull out and maybe make your instance a little less complex to maintain. Which I, I ran, we ran the uh, the number three customer of ServiceNow in the history of ServiceNow. That when when we started using ServiceNow, uh, we started using it when it was still in his closet in his apartment. Okay, right. so this is like early on. <laughs> so in that is one of the three instances that we had. We have the old old instance, and we had one that was just like four months old, and some of the functionality, I'm saying majority of the functionality, was there on both sides that this old instance we had to build on and tack on and customize that was built into the ServiceNow platform, you know, right off the bat, out of the box, ready to go. And so when they when, when I started looking at that, um, I think the, we up, when we upgraded to uh, Kingston, we rolled... 900 configuration items backed out of the box wow. uh, just with that upgrade alone. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, be able to pull that out and, and smooth things out going forward because that that uh, reduces the amount of testing you have to do going forward, reduces mm-hmm. the amount of, uh, of um, work that goes into doing an upgrade and keeping things up to date, correct? Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes everything run smoothly and it makes it easier to troubleshoot. You know, we don't talk about troubleshooting service now mm-hmm. um, near enough. When it when you're talking about a heavily customized instance, troubleshooting took an enormous amount of time for me to do mm-hmm. versus the 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 instance that was new and like a brand new Maserati, right? You got yeah. you got a 1912, you know, <laughs> or a 1950s Maserati and you got a brand new one and the brand new one it ran so well, but when there was an error, Man, you could diagnose it really easily. Mm-hmm. the the old uh, the the older version, man, it was tough to figure out what's wrong, and it because and it was because we owned such a large part of it, and when you owned that much of it, you're spending most of your time as as a as the uh, admin developer, our architect, right. trying to figure out how is this broke, where is it, mm-hmm. who did it. And um, it, it makes it very complicated. I'm sure there were a lot of bread comes though, because I'm sure that every person that went in there and did a customization really documented their, <laughs> their <laughs> yeah. work very well, didn't they? Yes, please document. Yeah, please uh, document. Uh, we all hate it, but it does work. Yes, <laughs> it does yes we do. Yes, we do. Um, yeah, so it's it's like, I wonder what business rule this did. Yes, and, and uh, I think I looked at one of the... Uh, the, the base tables, uh, the CI table, and there was somewhere around 1,000 ACLs on that table. Wow. And for those of you that don't speak uh, geek as well, ACL is access control? Yes. that's yeah. Those are the rules, that who can see what, and uh, unfortunately, that's way too many. There shouldn't be that many uh, ACLs on any kind of uh, table anywhere in ServiceNow. <laughs> So we've talked a little bit about what the the two things are. What's a what's a good example of, of say a, a customization that was really good that was really useful for the uh, for the client? 
So it's really important. We did. We we've done lots of different customizations that were extremely important. We did. Uh, we added some fields to the to the um, to the CMDB, the computer table that we allowed. Uh, we were able to export into um, a SQL database, run some magic on it to check compliance from a couple other systems, and feed that information back into the system. Okay. And all it took was a couple of reports and a, 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 one extra field. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had a legal business requirement. The requirement yeah. was we have to check compliance right. on these systems. And so it was, do I build something completely separate or do I add a field to the CI table? And um, we ended adding a couple of fields uh, to show compliance, but that was by far the, the better route to take than trying to build something custom, uh, completely custom, an application. Uh, and that, but if you're gonna get really super complicated, and it needs to be some crazy thing where you're changing a bunch of, say you have uh, a, a change management plat, you know, system that in in the change management, you have to do uh, additional cabs differently, uh, and so you end up having one change and you're wanting to do another one. There's no sense in doing that. There's no sense in customizing so much that it's not anything like it is out of the box. If you're gonna mm -hmm. do that, keep what you have. Build something external. Build an application. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, build something that is separate from the global sphere, sphere, so mm -hmm. that you're not causing those problems during upgrades. Yeah. Because they're not checking your code. It's your custom code. Now you still own it, mm -hmm. but you're gonna own it if you configure eight or uh, change do a configuration on the uh, on the base table. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you know you bring up a really good point about. Um, just because you can do something, it doesn't mean that you should do something. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of bad rap, I think, that you get for having multiple ways of doing things. Uh, but you've got to have some common sense about it. Sometimes you've got to have some of those external tools. You can't just have one tool to do everything. Uh, although ServiceNow is getting to be very, very, very good at lots of different things, there are still things that it's better to do outside of the platform. Better to maybe sometimes sanitize the data outside of the platform like you're talking about and bring it into the platform just to keep it from costing you an extra 100 hours of upgrade time, right. you know. And if you're paying consultants to help you with upgrade time, you know, that could be a lot of money for that 100 hours. Um, so I think, you know, from a business owner standpoint, you know, strategy is important. important. It is. I know it's it hard. Is. I know it's hard. We've all got deadlines. We've all got things we've got to get done. And, uh, the easy thing is to say, do this, do this, do this, do this. Um, but I think it's well worth stopping and talking to the developers, talking to your admins and working through with them. This is what I need to accomplish as a business owner. Help me figure out what the best way to accomplish this is without creating a lot of technical debt, without hamstringing us later on, um, and then be willing, be flexible to, do I need to change our process, you know? Well, and if they're wanting you to do major customization, you need to do a couple things. You need to say, hey, is there a business need? Mm -hmm. If they say, yes, there's a business need, then you need to ask five whys, right? Mm -hmm. the, the the five whys, ask why, 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 why. Right. Be like that, you know, really annoying, you know, yeah. little kid. Just keep asking why, mm -hmm. because if there's not enough good whys, yeah. then you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And, you know, 
on the developer side, you can't just look at the business owner when they bring the requirements and go, man, you're stupid. <laughs> you know? And, and, and I Nobody know you would that. ever do that. And, and, and as a business owner, you can't just look at the developers and go, man, you're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? laughs> that doesn't necessarily work. You got to communicate, you got to work yeah. together uh, to figure out what the best use of these, this is because there is no absolute right or wrong when it comes to how much customization or how much config do I need to do. Yeah. And, and ServiceNow can do anything. You know, that's the one thing that I've always said to everybody who's ever asked me, can you do that? Mm-hmm. And and the answer is always yes. ServiceNow yeah. can do anything. Yeah. The question is, should you? Right. Right? This is yeah. what you, it goes back to yeah. your previous point. Should we do this? Mm-hmm. And if you can communicate that effectively, mm-hmm. and uh, then I, I say do it. There's lots of yeah. good applications, uh, especially integrations i mean a lot of good reasons to do some you know customization i think i think you know tie it back to those business objectives does Mm -hmm. this meet a strategic objective for this time frame and if it does does it meet it under the budget that we needed to be under because if it's going to cost us say fifty thousand dollars to do this heavy customization um are we going to get $50,000 $50,000 plus worth of benefit because you right. need to get $100,000 worth of benefit well, out of for it. for some reason, they think developers are free. I mean, when you work for an organization, they're like, hey, we need you to do this. You're the developer, but you know, there's mm. 50 other things that you need to do. So they need to understand that, yeah. hey, this is going to take X amount of hours. And they have to understand the the the, the actual impact that they're going to make in the mm-hmm. instance and then the future. You can say, well, you know what? If I change this, that means I'm going to have to spend another hour mm-hmm. every time we do an upgrade. And every time, and you just keep a, you keep a ticker, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you've increased it by about three weeks now. Yeah. Do you want to stop? No, you really got to communicate those things and make mm-hmm. sure yeah. that they understand that. Yeah. And I'll go back and say, I don't think any business owner anywhere thinks developers are free (laughs) (laughs) true it just feels like it maybe Maybe. but uh as a business owner that's not doing the technical not doing the development it's hard to know exactly how much time you're talking about you know we've we've used a classic example before about uh you know write um you know make me a button yeah yeah. Well, that's easy. You know, you drag a button UI uh, element onto the the UI, and there you've got a button. Well, now I want the button to do something. Well, that's different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't say you wanted and, to do anything, right? You know, so there's it's complicated. I to, can put a name on a UI action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to do anything. What do you want right. it to do? And, and so uh, a simple, it might just be a simple button that we're as a business owner asking someone to put in. Uh, but behind the scenes, that button might need a whole engine built. Right. You know what I mean? But and so from the developer side, you, I think it's important to step back and figure out how do I quantify this yeah. to the yeah. business owner that this is going to take probably 100 hours or this is right. going to take 150 hours. And I think that, oh, I'm just going to say, this is throwing in some free advice, I guess, that you got to create an environment where it's okay to say it's going to take this long and not be afraid to think that that, Means leadership competent or not, or or not doing a good job or not very efficient, and don't go in and threaten to hire someone offshore or someone else to come in and say, you know, uh, well they can do it for faster and cheaper because they can't. I mean, in some cases they might be able to. In some cases they might not be able. You're not supposed to say that. But I can tell you this: when you kill morale, yeah, you lose productivity, and when you lose productivity, you lose money. Well, and I think it's also important to start with. Hey, I have this policy I'd like to show you. Mm-hmm. Here's where I think 
when we should do customizations. Here's the kind of things mm -hmm. that are considered customizations. Here are configurations, because they may think that it's a configuration, but it's really a real heavy customization. Right. I can't tell you many times they're like, yeah. hey, I need you to do X. And I'm like, yeah, if I change the entire system. And yeah. they're like, what? And I'm yeah. like, well, that's not the way it works. Yeah. You know? So that yeah. I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really important to know that there's two two ways of looking at things and the developer looks at it one way and the and the leader looks at it a different way so absolutely i think we went off the original I, topic well, i think strictly we, we technical, did we but did, i think it was a very good discussion yeah we go off so, the deep end occasionally we, a little bit longer than what we uh what we uh, thought we were going to go but uh, i think it's been good content let us know what you think send us an email at service sharp at sharpstonegroup.com or ping us on linkedin or um if we ever get around to setting up any other social media accounts <laughs> We'll post those up, and you yes, can ping us on yes. those as well. We're and in, and until then, we're gonna we'll we'll send it out on our Facebooks too. And yeah, we'll, you yeah. Know. So we'll pu publish it out. Go ahead and forward it to all your friends. Tell them that you love us and that uh, we're your favorite people to listen. And I'll to send it to the, the one person on my LinkedIn. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's me. Yeah, oh, dang it! <laughs> it's not gonna work. Okay. Thank you very much. We're glad to uh, glad to have you. Thank, Thank you for your listening. We appreciate your time. Check us out, service sharp at sharpstonegroup.com. Check out Sharpstone Group as well for any and all uh, consulting or leadership needs. Thanks. Thanks.